going to start it. You'll do your introduction and go from there, I guess. Oh, no, no, there's no. <laughs> we, we're already, no introduction. Yeah, we're already recording. There's no introduction to this. <laughs> this this podcast doesn't have levels to it. It doesn't have a, what's it called, structure. Oh, okay. That's that's fine. It's It's better than the last time, you know. Talking about the podcast on the podcast type stuff, like oh my god, that was a, me. Me and Jem did that like for half of the episodes, and, and that's understandable. I would talk about things like in my early videos. I would talk about things that I realize after the fact people weren't really that interested in. You're interested in what you're doing, so it's very interesting to you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a that's a good way of putting it. It's very interesting to me. Hence why I think I'm the only person sometimes that listens to an episode. Yeah, well, you know, it, at least you're getting some fulfillment about it. I think it, it's unhealthy to focus too much on what other people want, but, you know, it, it's sort of a balance because you, you want to find success. Yeah, um, it's funny. Like I, I watch so many old clips of comedians that I like and, or talk show host. And I like, I see kind of like the little or not even the little, like just the big, like ins and outs that they obviously did to climb that like entertainment ladder, like just the dumb commercials that they wouldn't even think of doing now or the dumb promos or the events they went to that they wouldn't even think about doing now, but they did them back in the day because they wanted to get to whatever level of success they're at now. Oh, yeah, I, I can understand that. Uh, I spent a good amount of time, like about half a year in the pro wrestling business. I, I think I've mentioned this to you in the past. Yes. You see a lot of that there when you've seen people who are basically working for nothing. And then you see some of them get to TV. And I've seen... Any of people who I used to film make their way there, and like I don't expect them to turn back. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's just weird. It's so I I don't I just can't I I can't do it. You know, I wouldn't be able to do the whole shtick or whatever. Not not with like wrestling, I would totally do. That's not that's not a shtick. Like that's like actually people loving to put on a character and everything and doing their thing. I just mean more like. It's just the I. It's so like grimy. Just when like you you see some of the ins and outs behind the the curtain kind of stuff, where it's like ah, oh, yeah. just and I'm not saying like oh if I did that I'd be I'd be fucking crushing. No, I'd probably still still not be. I just want to. <laughs> I just can't. It's just so weird. like just like really. I have to be nice to to Susan with the clipboard. Like what the fuck does she know about anything? Like why did why is she the gatekeeper? It's just, it's so. Uh, I can't. I, I understand that's so like fucking eighteen year old personality kind of trait of mine, but I just can't. It's just weird. I I understand it. I absolutely do. It's really hard to balance staying true to yourself when you're working within a system. That's kind of something that I found appealing about YouTube that you could sort of be yourself and do your thing. Uh, at least in the early days when I was watching it, I was first aspiring to be a YouTuber professionally. I was one of the early kids watching like some of the the early names. And I, I had no idea how much temptation there is to 
kind of fall into the same song and dance that everybody else is. Like, I never did a sponsorship, but it's very tempting. True. Now, have you been offered sponsorships? I've had... I'm not going to say anybody specifically, but I, I've been approached. Okay. Anything, like, and, worth and, your while? Like, you actually were on the fence because it was, like, worth it a lot? Or you just... It was like, nah, it's not even worth it. I'm not going to do this. Nothing huge. It wouldn't have been, like, amazing paydays, but they are things that caused me to think about what I would do if I were offered those things. And there's plenty of opportunity to actually network for yourself and is it something that i want to reach out to people and get and i never ended up doing it but as the money started to dry up after kind of I peaked rather early I, I spent a little bit of time thinking about that like what what do i do do i try to get as much as i can out of this before i kind of burn out True. do you feel burnt out now with uh, the youtube videos you make yeah, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the situation. Uh, I, I, I saw that you're eating. Video. I saw that you were eating Polish candy a few months ago. <laughs> I I haven't made a video since June 26th. Was that really? Hold it on. Went from videos? like, yeah, three months. Three. Okay, it was, is that and is that yeah that is uncommon for you? I'm looking at right. Yeah, um, I made a video that was uh, entitled. My quote, taking a break video. Oh, jeez. Because uh, it's, it's such a, a YouTube cliche to make a video called taking a break because every YouTuber gets burnt out or whatever and they disappear for a while and they make a big dramatic thing about it. And it felt stupid. I kind of wanted to just disappear and just not tell anybody. Uh, but I feel sort of obligated to give my feelings on that stuff. So I told everybody I was feeling burnt out and I had been for a while and that I'm basically not going to come back unless I have something I'm proud of. Oh, wow. Um, what were the, so when you say burnt out, what, anything specifically that burnt you out? So I, I think it's because of, I accidentally got big doing content that I wasn't going to really be super passionate about to begin with. It's interesting, from the early days on YouTube, uh, I had a couple failed attempts to do YouTube. I first started when I was in like middle school and I was making music uh, using like GarageBand or whatever, and it, it wasn't very good. That didn't really go anywhere. Uh, I did another channel later on where I did like anime reviews so i would watch an episode and give my feelings every week and that did it, it was it was a fun little hobby and that did okay it got like 1500 subs on that channel and now it's gone so i was embarrassed of it so i got rid of it <laughs> you just straight that, 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 that's destroyed a, it. i made that in high school of course like ah, you, you everybody's embarrassed of what they did 100 percent. except like that guy who threw a touchdown pass that one time of course. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but from then on, I was sort of struggling for a long time to find my identity as a creator. 
I knew I wanted to be a YouTuber. I was like one of the first generations of kids who was thinking like, I don't want to be anything else when I grow up. I want to be a YouTuber. That, that was still such a novel idea mm-hmm. that you could do that for a living. Um, but I took a break after the anime review channel. I dabbled in some projects with my friends. We got into, uh, got into backyard wrestling, which there are still videos of that out there. Wait, um, wait, what? <laughs> no, I got to see these. What do you mean there's videos of you backyard uh, wrestling? I'll, I'll, uh, DM me or something. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. It's, uh, oh, okay. Oh, shit. Uh, it was called Next Level Backyard Wrestling. Uh... I played a, I played a character called, I know this is a huge, uh, diversion from your question, but we will, uh, dude, this whole, this podcast should just I, be renamed Diversion. I want to, like, take you through the journey, and I think it actually starts here with Backyard Wrestling. We got into backyard wrestling, and the funny it thing about like, it, like I, the first episode, I was just, uh, I was just myself doing commentary for my friends because nobody else knew how to edit or do commentary, so I did it myself. Then we had a problem where we couldn't get enough people to show up to wrestle. I took on a character. I didn't know how to wrestle, so I created a character called the One Minute Man. It's unreal. <laughs> and it it was a. Uh, I was watching the anime One Punch Man, and uh, that that character beats every character in one punch. So I thought I'd make like the reverse of that character, make the ultimate loser. He's like really full of himself, and he thinks he's gonna beat all his opponents one minute, but he ends up losing in one minute. Did you have long hair? Did yeah, I I've, <laughs> I'm looking at it now. This is I, great. Oh, that, and there are very few videos of me with long hair from that time, but it, it was, it was stupid because we couldn't really, I, I originally thought we were going to be like, uh, anybody who's dabbled in like backyard wrestling videos on YouTube may have seen Grimm's Toy Show, where it's sort of guys joking around and using wrestling as the format. Some of the other guys wanted it to be a little more serious, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know if we can make backyard wrestling serious. So it never ended up being all that good. Well, I mean, you kind of look like Roman Reigns in the video I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, dude, I do you re- you? How old are you again, uh, Bradley? I'm 26 Brad? right now. I don't remember how old I was at the time. Brady, I think I called you Bradley. Brady, Brady. Um, yeah. You're 26, you said. Yeah. Um, do you remember the video game backyard wrestling? Yes, I do. I, ah. I think I played the second one. I don't know if I ever had the first one. Oh, I had the first one, my man. And then it made me want to get the second one because it was fucking, yeah. I, it was, it opened my eyes to this thing that like people do. Like you had a ring and everything. Like the people that that game was based off of were like people that did backyard wrestling with legit tables, the long fluorescent light bulbs, thumbtacks, like legit getting seriously hurt. And then they paired that up yeah. with ICP which was also people getting seriously hurt. <laughs> and it was just, oh yeah, those games were fucking amazing. I loved those games. I had them. I think they were both PlayStation two games. Yeah. As like wrestling games, they don't hold up super well, but as kind of like oh, Eric fighting on. games, they're, they're okay. Like they, they remind me more of like the Def Jam games. I don't know if you remember those no. Def Jam fighting game, like Def Jam Vendetta, where you have just a bunch of rappers basically doing that. Well, I remember Mortal Kombat made a Wu-Tang Clang 
edition. I think it was called like the Rumble or something, and that was pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who? So, whose place were you at? They, there's a like with the ring. Like who? Whose backyard? At this age, like you guys had a ring in the backyard. So one of guys in there, he had a friend who wanted to wrestle initially. Mm-hmm. He didn't end up actually participating in that, so I can't really put him out there. He didn't really want to be a wrestler after we started getting close to it, like after we built the ring and all that. Yeah, I hate to um, cut you off one more time, but like, I, I know I said you look like Roman Reigns. You look like Osama Bin Laden. I mean, did you see your beard in one of these videos? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't watch them anymore because it's weird. <laughs> true, I, I don't true. watch any of my old stuff. But that is actually a fun way of getting into actual professional wrestling because one of my friends who did the backyard wrestling, uh, he ended up going to get trained professionally. He went to one wrestling school and then he ended up going to another one for a company called Extreme Wrestling Alliance, which is the one that I would end up being the camera guy mm. for their weekly show. Uh, so at my job, they were at the time I was working in childcare. Uh, they were giving away complimentary tickets to their upcoming event, which had Rey Mysterio in the main event. And if anybody knows professional wrestling, wow. Rey Mysterio's kind of a big deal. This yeah. was like their big event of the year. They bring in a lot of popular guys to get people in the door. Uh, so I brought all my backyard wrestling fa- uh, friends and, uh, one of them ended up going to the wrestling school that that company had, uh, which was run by uh, The Kingdom, which is a tag team from uh, Ring of Honor. If anybody who's familiar with wrestling at the time, they were like the number two company in the United States. Now they're like uh, maybe four. I, I don't know. Uh, but at the time, that that was a big deal, and they had uh, Matt Taven, Vinny Marcellia, uh, Mike Bennett, who was in WWE at the time. He was one of the teachers, um, and my friend went to uh, learn from them, and I decided I wanted to go to a training. Uh, originally, I didn't think I would ever want to be a wrestler, and it turned out I didn't actually, so I only went to one. Uh, but it was a really interesting experience, and when it was over, I told the guy in charge, like, I, I don't think this is for me, but if you need any help with anything, if there's any work to be done behind the scenes or whatever, and you need an extra hand, I'm here. But he tells me, if you stick around long enough, then maybe we'll have something for you. And that's sort of how I got in the door. I just kind of showed up to their weekly events, which weren't like these big things. They were like small thing in the school maybe 50 regular fans who would show up and sit in the same spot every single week to watch mostly students wrestle each other which was it it was cool they they had a really cool aesthetic uh if you want to see what the place looks like uh it was called the extreme wrestling alliance (laughs) extreme is spelled with an x of course (laughs) uh and no e Oh my God. Uh, because they they were founded in the year 2000, and that's, that's what it was like at the time. Mm. 
Um, extreme Wrestling Alliance. Uh, there's a few Extreme Wrestling Alliance. I was gonna say, I'm sure I, there's I would type, so many. I would type in the the official XWA. Official uh, one XWA. word. I believe that. That yeah, that one. Would oh come up. That's yeah, that comes up. Yeah. Up. Wow. Oh my god. So their most recent thing is this is actually real. One that I'm very. Uh, oh yeah, uh, a lot of people who worked for them. Uh, are on TV now, like I said. Uh, a lot of them are working with AEW, which is now like the number two wrestling company. Uh, a lot of the people who came up through the school, even like the, these aren't people who had already made names and then got on TV. These a lot of these people were built from the ground up in this place. Just as I was going in, uh, a guy named Austin Theory was on his way out, and just recently, he, I don't know if he currently is, but he was the WWE's United States champion not that long ago. Really? So they they were doing their thing, and uh, so while I was I was just kind of hanging out in the audience doing my thing, and eventually I got called that like midnight, like, and the guy who was in charge of the place wanted me to come in and uh, wanted me to come to his restaurant. Because he owned a restaurant. He was like this sort of... He was a very Italian dude, so I felt like I was going to get killed. Because <laughs> uh, it, it, it felt like, oh, he's running a wrestling company. He, maybe he has mob connections, because I feel like wrestling doesn't pay the bills. Maybe that's how he funds this. <laughs> I always had that su- Hey, oh, why don't you I take don't a seat act- here, kid? I don't actually think that at this stage, but at the time I was like, this guy might genuinely have... <laughs> Uh, mob connections. <laughs> why don't you, uh, why don't you miss this swanton bomb? You know, or you take one for the team, eh? Or you know, maybe something will happen to your legs. <laughs> but yeah, he he brought. I went to his restaurant at at midnight, and he said that the old camera guys out. They had uh, an issue between them. That that's their business, and not really mine to talk about. But he was out, and I said that I'm in. Basically, I have no real experience with a camera except for like the little youtube stuff i'd done beforehand and now i'm the only camera guy on their weekly show i don't do the pay-per-views they bring in like professionals who do like live video to do that but i'm going to be doing the weekly show where the students wrestle so a lot of the footage uh like the poorly color corrected footage from the last couple years was filmed by me <laughs> though i would say i i did get better in the more recent stuff that's cool are you having more fun doing that uh, now so they're gone now oh my god oh uh, i i did that for a good chunk of 2019 ah. and uh then i decided to leave and go to grad school I hadn't been getting paid for this because I never asked to be paid. I, I was doing it because I thought it was fun. You were fun. doing all that for free? I, I, I just really liked being there. I loved wrestling as much as anybody there, and I just thought it was a fun thing to do. I, I had no expectation for being paid. When I left... Man, that Italian uh, guy saw you coming a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll but pay you with some when calamata. I... Left, I Asked for just enough money 
to pay for the rest of the laptop that I was trying to get because I'd been editing these videos on a really, really old iMac that uh, like catches on fire anytime <laughs> I try to edit anything, ed anything with more than two files in it. It's just... Yeah. Uh, so he gave me the exact amount of money I wanted, and I still believe to this day if I asked for more, he would have given me more. I just wasn't uh, aggressive <laughs> enough. That's all right. I mean, you and, at least asked. Yeah. So then I left to do grad school and uh, then COVID hit not too long into that. So I ended up using the new computer to uh, start the YouTube channel. Why didn't you, when you started your YouTube channel, the social stud one, why did you do social stud? Why didn't you make, you know, do different type of different types of content for wrestling? I mean, I didn't own any of the wrestling footage, and I didn't know how to put on a wrestling show myself, though I always thought it would be cool to try. Uh, you gotta you gotta remember that this all started at the beginning of COVID. There were no wrestling events. There's no way of collecting new footage. And uh, a lot of the wrestling companies around here ended up going out of business during COVID. So there wasn't really much to work with. Yeah, I definitely um, can see that. Uh, places started, like that not making any more money. Yeah, and they barely made it. Um, they made it through the pandemic and then decided to sort of close on their own terms. They they still do their pay-per-views, but the weekly shows don't happen anymore. So True. I started the YouTube channel kind of on a whim because were all stuck inside it felt more like a true quarantine than what it ended up being people actually didn't really want to leave their house for a while at first um after a while it, it was just whatever and people just slapped on the mask or often didn't and just did their thing but uh during these early stages i i was i was a good boy i didn't leave the house much i needed something to do and i didn't actually think about I wanted to make like these complex video essays that sort of related to my history stuff. Uh, but I ended up on a whim doing a handful of reaction videos and the channel grew faster than any of my other channels in the past had. And it sort of took on a life of its own. It, it, I was happy with at the time you sort of, in those early stages become addicted to the numbers. You see them going up and every single increase, every single sub, every single like or whatever, it feels amazing. It's like uh it's like a drug. It's like any sort of dopamine rush to get that experience. And at the time I didn't really care what I was doing. I just saw that it was working. And it's not like I wasn't having any fun at all. The videos were easy to make. They, uh, I got to consume material that I already enjoyed. And I got to do it on camera and sort of build a community around that. I, I had no idea that I was going to get sick of the React format after about a year. But every single time I tried to branch out and do something else... It didn't work. And and once the views started to dry up, which is totally my fault why the views started to dry up, but like I did something that caused that. So I 
my channel blew up the most because of a video. It was a reaction to, I'm trying to think of what it was, uh, Bill Wirtz's history of the entire world, I guess. It, it's a very popular oh, yeah. history video. What, yeah. 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 He's only made, I think, two videos or something like that, and he's never come back, I think. Something about yeah. like the history of Japan and the history of the world. Yeah. Well, I, I did the one on the history of the world, and I... I was select one of the few who was selected by YouTube to shove down people's throats for a minute. Oh, you mean like your thing was getting recommended to a bunch of people At, through, via the algorithm? I believe that video got, I, I don't remember the exact number. I think it got close to like 300,000 in oh, the I short will, time that it was up. I will tell you the exact number right now, sir. I don't have a producer, oh, but I have myself. Oh, it's... It's, the video's gone. That's kind of the thing. What? You're not going to find it. What are you doing? What are you... Brady, so, what, uh, is what is this? It, it got to like 300,000 or whatever, and I was getting hundreds and hundreds of subs a day oh, when awesome. that video was, was popping. And that was as fast as I'd ever grown. Uh, the only problem was I was getting a little bit of negative attention because that video was freaking terrible. And uh, it was probably the most off my game I had ever been oh, while talking worst. about history. That's like when Michael yeah, Richards' it, like best stand-up was at the Laugh Factory that one day. So I'm thinking I'm getting all this attention off of a video that I genuinely hate. Oh. And here's the first real problem where I have to pick, like, do I do the right thing? Do I, like, take this down or retract it or do whatever... Uh, even though it's doing well, do I want people, even though I'm getting a lot of subs off of this, do I want this to be what people see me for? And uh, eventually made the call to take the video down. Oof. Did you private it or did you actually just straight delete it? Uh, I've now deleted it. I just never want to see it again. But you originally uh, put it on private? I originally... That? I originally unlisted it, so mm. I, I don't know why I chose that in case uh, instead of listing it. I, I don't know. It just felt right at the time. Um, and I made a second video where I kind of like talked about a lot of the things I got wrong in the first video. And that video did okay. That one was fine. But from getting rid of the video that was doing well, of course, the subs quickly slowed down yeah and after that and i still don't regret it i just regret that video i just regret not being on my game for that one and and that's sort of the unfortunate call that i feel like i'm still struggling to be able to make every time i have something that i think every time I make a statement that I think is like really ignorant or whatever, because we all do it. But if I'm trying to be an educator of some kind, do I have to hold myself to a higher standard than that? It's not the same as just any vlogger saying something that's wrong. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like all I have as a history major is my credibility. If people are like, Oh, that's the guy who made that, that video where he got all that stuff wrong. I don't think, I don't think you have to worry about that though, bro, because now people today don't even fucking believe in doctors or teachers or any, I mean, 
for good reason for some of them. Uh, but like, I don't think, <laughs> dude, people are going to believe you or not believe you regardless. Like you could be, you, you could literally have like a 250 IQ, which I think is impossible. Like you could have that. And there's going to, there's going to be still like 39 to 57% of the population. And it's like, yeah, that guy don't know shit. <laughs> he don't know. He, he, he ain't been around my block. He hasn't seen the things I've seen. So like, I don't think you have to worry about that, honestly, man. Yeah. But at the time, that's all I could think about. So, and uh, just to, because I couldn't get it out of my head, I needed to private it or unlist it because I needed peace of mind. It, it Regardless, whatever the rational me thinks, and I'm not dealing with that, at the time, it was bugging me. Right. Do you remember what your sub count was before that video and what it was after you, you, un, you made it not public anymore? That's a good question. Maybe if I pull up my analytics, I can see like the spike. Uh, cause that. Do you think maybe it was around be, half of your subs? Cause you're at almost 28,000 now. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think. I oh, might've been 26. closer to, might've been closer to the, They've changed uh, the YouTube studios I since uh, that stupid thing. Social Blade still remember? Spend Social more time in it. Yeah, it's still a thing. Oh really? God, I used yeah. to follow that for my channel too. I get what you're saying about the like just getting burnt out and everything. Um, yeah. I, um, do you think though? Hold on, let me hear. Here's Social Blade. I don't know how to fucking look through this. You're still getting. <laughs> Tuesday, 44 subs. Wednesday, 36. You're still getting, you know, 30, 40 plus subs a day. That's really good, dude. Thing is, I'm losing as many as I'm getting on any day. Uh, I'm oh, wait, I'm sorry. Nowhere. These are video views. I'm an idiot. See, this is why I shouldn't talk ever. This is also I'm... a different YouTuber's channel. <laughs> I'm really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. Um... I don't fucking know, man. Uh, uh, I don't know how this shit works. I really, really don't. Do you think, though, because I'm looking at your video views, right? The recent the recent ones before you, you quit. And, you know, compared to your heyday, it's like, it's like the dark side of the moon. Like, you're just getting a few hundred views per video um, compared yeah. to tens of thousands. You know, some of them a hundred plus thousand. Do you think that if you were still getting the high amount of views, do you, would you still be going? Would you not even be feeling that burnt out effect? That's a very good question. And it's hard to put myself in that mindset because when it's happening so fast, it's it's like a high. Yeah. And when you're getting, like I'm looking at the social blade right now, like there's a period where I got like over... 2,000 subs in a month, which is really good for me. Uh, but uh, if I... I don't know. I feel like it would keep me going a little longer, but it, I feel like it would just prolong the inevitable. Eventually, I would have to look myself in the mirror and see the content that I'm making and realize I don't really like it. And I'm not anti-react video at this stage i haven't gone fully the other direction i just think other people do it so much better than me 
and that's not the thing I want to make. I want to make something that's like not sort of assembly line content, the stuff that you can make every single day. I want to make like big ambitious projects that I I don't know if I'm actually capable of doing because clearly I've still not put one out. But I always felt like I was going to do more than just be a reactor. I'm just another person in a format that's just kind of doing its thing. Like, there's a million people just like me in the way that I've been doing things. There's nothing that really distinguishes me. What would be a big-time project, if you were to put one out, would be something you would want to work at? I'm working... I've, I've been working on one right now. And I want to take on historical subjects that have not been taken on on YouTube. The thing is, like, every history channel, they'll have, like, their American Revolution video or whatever, or their Civil War dare video. dare make fun of Oversimplified right now. Don't you dare. <laughs> I love oh, his Oh, Oversimplified's great. I know. I know, and actually, and I know you've reacted to him. He's fucking, he, he's awesome. He's wonderful. Um, his subjects are really good because they're the ones that people care about, but I'd like to take on things that people know a little less. I might, I have one that I'm working on right now that may or may not see the light of day. Uh, I have so much of the script done. It's like over an hour of material and I'm going to have to trim it down. It's on uh, the bonded vault heist is what it's called. I don't even even know what that is. And, it's a, it's a local event where, uh, so I'm from Rhode Island and we were Island boy. We were, yeah, we were run by the mafia for most of the 20th century. Wow. The bonded halt vault heist is one of the biggest heists in American history that happened in Providence, our state's capital. And I've done so much research on this thing, and I'm trying to come up with some cool, I don't know, animated visuals to really make this look good. If I come out with another video, it's probably going to be something on that. Uh, Okay, and now you've done a ton of research on that. Now, real quick, going back to your current videos on Social Stud, are there videos that you're, you're proud of and happy of? on that channel. Like you're like, Oh wow, that was a really good video. I think so. You think so? I don't. Oh, you don't? I don't think so. Oh, really? I, I can't. The, the fact that you ask that and I can't really think of one video in particular. Because the format, it's just, it's so generic that they all kind of merge together in my mind. It's It was just like doing the same thing every day. Even though I was taking on different subjects, it got so monotonous. Like, nothing okay. was different. Yeah, and I asked that because, I mean, if there was something, and then you have all this research about this one topic you want to talk about, I'm sure in your mind, you would make a good video. But now, does part of that make you nervous that like, you possibly in your mind have not made something that you liked. So you're afraid of even working on this project. Cause at the end of the day, you might not even like how it finally comes out. Yeah. I spent a couple months, not like not doing anything 
And I think I kind of needed to just not do anything. And I took a break. Um, I got passionate about this subject rather suddenly and really picked it up this month. And I've been doing nothing but reading books on it. Uh, it, it feels good having that sort of passion for a subject. But I feel like all the other stuff, what other people have done, really. And I want to make something original. And I guess that's something that a lot of reactors I've seen in the past, they get stuck in their little bubble of React stuff, and it's hard to get out. Like, I'll see them make other videos oh, that are really they're, they're, good, they're but trapped. they don't... They're trapped. I've seen some people who are, like, musicians who do reactions to music-like stuff, and then you see their original music, and it's good, but nobody's watching it. Yeah, it's they're trapped. They, uh, you're actually in a good spot where like you're bailing out because you don't want to do it, and no one wants, dude. Everyone that does a reaction video, unless like you're the top of the one percent of the one percent, none of them want to do it. No one wants to do reactionary videos for twenty plus years. That's just that's that's a hell on earth that I wouldn't wor wish on my worst enemy. So the fact that you're leaving that is, I th I think at least is a good idea. I feel I feel like I'd be more proud of it if I left when I was doing well and I didn't wait till I was not doing well because now it feels like it looks like bailing you're bailing for yeah. that reason. It does, yeah. but it's just like the blinders are off at that point. So once you're not distracted by the numbers and you can really look at what you're doing, it, it kind of removes the biases. Uh, do you so think? I, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna because it, with this project, yeah, with this project that's coming up, or that you you might not even see the the light of day, like you said. What really stops you though with that? Is it your personal feelings on the project and how it comes out, or are you wondering how other people are gonna think of it when they see it? That's a good question. I, I am I am afraid that I'll just put it out and nobody will care. I want to do this just for me, but I wouldn't be putting videos out if I didn't care what people think. And if people make YouTube videos and they pretend that pe they don't care what people think, they're probably a liar because <laughs> you wouldn't be on a platform putting yourself up putting yourself out to those how many people if were just doing it for yourself there are plenty of artists who ain't and never put their stuff in a gallery and they still enjoy it but if you try to put something on a platform that's sole purpose is to get people to see it and I, I i don't believe that you don't care i care i think a lot of other people care yeah the uh the people that say Oh no, I just do this cuz I, you know, it's just I like it and it's like, all right, cool. Well, then you don't even have to record it if you <laughs> like why why would you record it? And why would you put it on a public domain? And why would you put it on the biggest public domain for people to see it? It's like obviously you want people to see it. Um, but I think you understand that yeah. obviously. That um but uh yeah, that that's a I mean, it's it's easy cuz like it's easy to say fuck them. You know, just fuck it, do your thing and if people like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. 
But I get what you're saying. It's it's hard at the same time, especially when like you're yeah. watching it, and in your mind you're like, "This is shit. I know it's shit. <laughs> Fuck." Yeah. It's just so weird because I feel like I was right there for a minute. I was a YouTuber, and I could say that I accomplished a childhood goal of being a YouTuber. Because at the peak of my views and subs or whatever, I I was making a living. I was making not a good living, but it could be considered a job. I was just doing YouTube. I'd already been laid off from... My uh, childcare job during the pandemic, and uh, I, I wasn't making money any other way. And I was making enough money that I wasn't able to like collect from the uh, unemployment stuff anymore. So this was my job, and childhood me would have probably been proud in theory, but it's sort of like what happens when you get everything you ever wanted, and like all your problems aren't necessarily fixed. Because you think when you get there, when you cross the finish line, everything's going to be fine. But then when you get there and it's not, that's shocking. Yeah, it sounds uh, sounds like you got to do some soul searching, bro. It sounds like you're looking Absolutely, for some yeah. internal happiness that you haven't found yet. Yeah. I, I've been going to therapy. I'm working it out. <laughs> Do you take your bird with you? I wish. Um, <laughs> it, it helps. Do you think? Do you think if um, your videos, the ones that you were doing, right, if you were still getting the same amount of views, like the just a couple hundred per video, which is like very little. However, for some reason, YouTube or someone was paying you enough money for you to live. Would you then? Do you think you'd still be doing the videos? It's difficult to say. Um, got got very hard once. I how do I even start this? Can't be sure, of course. I because I. I Anything could happen under those circumstances, and any it, it would be really cool to say like, I'm still a YouTuber and I make a living doing this, and have people be proud of me for that, because they were proud of me when it was happening. Um, so maybe it would have prolonged it, but like I said earlier, I think inevitably I was going to hit the wall, like towards the end. I ended up getting a copyright strike that didn't really, it wasn't the nail in the coffin, but it was from a creator that I, uh, I really liked. I'd been reacting to for a while and I was like, he didn't just claim it. He, he gave me a copyright strike. He, he's mad. Why am I even doing this? If it's making him mad, it, it made me look at the content in general. Like, oh, am I the bad guy? Here. Are we the bodies? Dude, wait, I don't you did a normal reaction video to someone's content that you've been reacting to in the past and then out of nowhere yeah. he just issued a did he was it did you ever get into contact with this guy or girl or whoever it was? I I was uh wasn't oversimplified, was it? <laughs> oh no, no. Uh I think it I, 
all of his stuff gets claimed, but I think it's his uh, network that does it. Oh, uh, it, it's so like it's automatic. It would. It's not really on him specifically. It's just like an auto thing. And I never really cared about claims. Like the difference between a claim and a strike. A strike can actually hurt your channel. Yeah. The uh, a claim, it just takes the money. Yeah. Oh, I got a strike yeah. from this person, and I felt like, oh, I. I wasn't even mad at them. I felt sad because I I wanted them to like me. <laughs> but when but you knew though it wasn't like that person like actually striking your thing. It was just it could have been something um automatic. Like it wasn't an actual person looking at your content and striking it, correct? Oh, it it was. Was what? It it, it lists whether or not it's uh done automatically or manually. This oh. one was done manually. What? What? So they saw. They saw. They saw it, and they got mad. What? Or the, whatever. But or, you. Why was this in any way different from your other reaction videos? It might have been the first time they saw one. True. Yeah, but if they manually did it, why wouldn't they have also then like went to your channel and saw all the other ones and go, oh, well, strike, 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 strike. Well, sh shortly after that, I privated the rest of them because True. if I get three strikes, yeah, I channel's going down. <sighs> so I I got rid of those as soon as I could. And how big of a I, content? I didn't, didn't want to lose it. How big of a content creator is this person? Pretty big. <laughs> and <laughs> they're, they're pretty big, bro. Big. <laughs> I, I would say, uh, in like as far as educational content goes, like they're they're out there. Yeah, but and, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at them. I, I was just sort of sad that it happened because I, I've developed good relationships with a lot of people that I've reacted to. Some like really big channels have reached out to me and said like, "Hey, I like this," and they've invited me into group chats and stuff. And I, I've been able to really connect with a lot of these people that I've looked up to. And this one sort of just made me sad. Jeez, the fucking Lars Ulrich of the fucking industry. I mean, uh, did you ever try? try I, to, yeah, go ahead. Like, like I said, like I started questioning, like maybe I'm in the wrong there. Maybe I should be just doing these videos without reaching out to people. Maybe it's maybe it's not right. Like, I don't, I don't know. I I don't want to just assume like I'm the good guy in this situation. Uh, well, real quick, did you ever reach out after the strike to try to contact the person? I, I was just embarrassed about it at that point. Oh, jeez, you just, were defeated. I just just kind of crawled into my shell. Oh, it my it wasn't what made me quit, because I was already thinking about it, and I just needed uh, I just needed to make it happen. I, I kind of was just finishing a lot of the content that I already had going. Like, I finished the Let's Plays I was doing. I finished a few th my obligations to, like, the channel members. And uh, and then I took a break once I felt like I'd set myself up where I deserved a break, where I had done everything I said I was going to. Hmm. That's one of the things that kept me from taking a break for a while, because I always had something ongoing. And maybe when I finished it, I felt better at the time I finished it, so I would start something new. And then when it hit me again, I'm like halfway through something. I'm like, at least I have to, I have to at least finish this. I started something. Now I have to finish it. How long from 
in terms of time, like months or maybe even a year plus, did you go through from, okay, I kind of don't like this content anymore all the way up to you making that I'm taking a break video. I did a couple. So I'm trying to think if it, how long I was even on YouTube from the beginning. So I started at the beginning of 2020. It was probably about a year in, I started feeling a little bit unsure of myself. But then I kept trying to do little things to make myself feel better. And for from time to time, I, I would feel better. And like I would change things, little things about how I do my content. Uh, just enough to make me feel like I was making something slightly better than before. And it, that that's good because I'm growing as a creator in that way. And eventually that culminated in me doing like live streaming. Uh, but it was always just kind of forcing myself to go a little bit longer for like at least the last year before that. True. Um, the, you know, real quick, because I, I, I'll, I'll shoot myself in the head if I don't mention this. Are, are you playing with like a bottle cap <laughs> this entire time, or is oh. it like you have this world's squeakiest chair? Oh, that's a. Uh, I think that's probably the sound of my bird. He's eating. That's like a, <laughs> kind of a crunching now. Of course, I was like, "What the fuck is that, man?" Yeah. It's, uh, it's food balls. Like <laughs> all I hear is just I, I, like I have a very small space uh, that I share with him. Well, yeah, that's fair. I mean, you're you're bored, you're homeless, so you just it's okay. He can let, let your bird eat. That's fine. Yeah. Oh man, that was gonna drive me nuts if I didn't. I was like, I have to ask this. I was like, what is this? Nah. It's been like half an hour. He's he's been a. Uh, Surprisingly quiet. Nice, no, considering cool. how he, I think he's listening. He's, he's in so much trouble recording in the past. I think he's listening, knowing like, oh, geez, dad's not going to be able to afford seeds very soon. <laughs> I got to find a way <laughs> out of here. Someone open a window. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are What are you doing now then for for money? Oh, I'm just. I I got a day job. I I work in a museum about wow. how much I'll, I'll give it. It's, no, yeah, that's, that's kind of, it, I, I love my, I love my new job. It's great. Um, and that's, a, that's another great thing that, uh, like I didn't like my job before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I ended up going back to it for a little bit after things reopened, but I think switching to the new job has made it a little easier to make decisions that I have. Cause like, it, at one point I was making, well over a thousand dollars a month uh on average like on like a bad month i'd get like a thousand dollars which is not good yeah but it's more than i ever thought i'd get i could get by maybe dip into my savings a little bit um but now that i have like a decent job I don't really have to worry about the YouTube stuff making money. Making money isn't really the issue. I'm not really worried that I put out this new video and it's not going to make any money. I just I'm a little worried that it's going to be it's just going to be a whimper. Because I have yeah. people who are accustomed to me making a certain kind of content. That's what they're there for. If I give them something different, 
it's not really what they signed up for. Bro, so inevitably, fuck a them. lot of them aren't going to care. Fuck them. You, you got to fucking do your thing, man. You're in your 20s. Like, fucking you do exactly what you want to do, man. You're like, this is your blood's boiling. You, you actually have strength <laughs> and pride and brain power to do stuff. You're not in a walker. Just fuck them. If they don't like who, by the way, by the way, not for nothing, uh, the 17 like loyal fans or the, the 100 something loyal fans you might have, you know, if you, if you fuck over a percentage of them, it's not going to break the bank. You know what I mean? So there's, yeah. there's that too. But dude, yeah, no, dude, you're, like, cause you sound defeated, man. You like, you sound like you got like you went ten rounds with Tyson. <laughs> I just, I get a little. I've gotten a little cynical about this stuff, but I'm. I feel better that I'm allowing myself this time to kind of reflect, mm-hmm. and it's therapy and all that sort of like it, you. You kind of get comfortable talking about being defeated and don't have to portray yourself in the best light i think it's a little more healthy than me coming on here and pretending like it's all right things things are all right but i got problems like anyone and uh it's it might not be the same problems everybody has but it's stuff that people can generally relate to just being insecure i think it's totally normal yeah uh like i'm yeah. i'm sure you made something and you you somebody's made a comment and you're like i know it's just one comment but that kind of gets to me a little bit i'm a little bit mad or a little bit sad at that uh, move on so like, so it's gotta happen from time to time so far with this podcast no i mean i've gotten negative comments trust me but it hasn't like bothered me okay. however with my old youtube channel a hundred percent Cause like I was, I'm over here like busting my ass. At least I, I mean, I shouldn't say busting my ass. I'm making a fucking video, um, and then just like fucking blitzkrieg, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> but it was the the thing that hurt the most was more so your thing, where like you think you put out a banger, and it's like your least viewed thing. Or like I used to work on videos with other people. We would do collaborations. And on their channel, it would be their least viewed video. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. What what I do? I've, I've had that sort of recently, I think. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a, in a little while. Maybe, maybe it's picked up. I got to be on uh, one of my favorite educational YouTubers' channels. His name is Mr. Beat, not to be confused with Mr. Beast. Who sucks, but yes. Um, it's an unfortunate distinction uh i got to be in one of his videos and at the time i don't think it did super well <laughs> i i got to be but i was more more happy than not with that one just to be invited because i was it was like a big collaborative thing and there was like a bunch of people on that i really enjoyed and i just got to be in the same video as like i don't know if you know any of these people but they, they mean a lot to me no i get it have you ever watched a youtuber called blue jay oh yeah i found them uh months ago i think i think i watched them on like one of my last live streams yeah he reminds me of oversimplified but way less uh what's it called the animation is not as polished but also it's like r-rated yeah. oversimplified yeah there's another creator called Sam Onella. I don't know if you've heard of him. 
Uh, is it about chicken? Pollo. El pollo, <laughs> El pollo Yoko. But I think you'd actually really like him. He's uh, he's very crude, very rated R. Yes. And Sam. he's sort of like, no. Blue Jay is sort of, yeah, Sam O. No. Sam. Oh, Sam O'Neill. Yeah, 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 dude. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 I, I, I find Blue Jay to be kind of like the in-between between him and Oversimplified. That's that's fair. I think I, I, Blue Jay, they're both funny, but Blue Jay, I, like, I, there's jokes where like I can tell, okay, this guy's definitely younger than me and he games way more than I do because I don't game at all. <laughs> so there's jokes that I know are just passing over my head. However, just, the timing still makes me laugh. Like I know... Like, oh, okay, I know that's a good joke. So, like, I'm already laughing at it, even though I don't understand the context at all. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, what was I going to say? You think Salmonella's more, more brash than Blue? Really? I haven't, you know, I haven't seen one of his videos in a, a few months. He's out of a few. He had one he had to take down. Oh, yeah. About uh, Sigmund Freud. It was uh, something. I'm sure you can find it somewhere probably but um yeah no i know this he no he's good too i just fuck uh blue jay the thing that sucks about fucking blue jay and oversimplified they don't i and i know this is like me just being a fucking i want more content but god damn it they don't upload enough oh but every time oversimplified uploads it's a banger it's just yeah and it's at number one every single time yeah he instantly gets i would love to do it, how he does it like disappear for a while come back something that just has everything put into it well you have to be you have to be honest with yourself and i'm sure you are his content way more work goes into it with the animation and everything on top of that than just you know reacting to, to reacting to someone who does that content well absolutely yeah i i could never do it like he does it because like I'm not an animator, I, I consider myself a decent editor. Although I've never been able to show that off because what I do is so low quality <laughs> as far as like the editing goes. Like I, some reactors put a little bit into the editing, but it's a lot of just like random zooming and stuff that doesn't matter too much. Why don't you do video? I mean, again, not why I won't. Why don't you do it? Unless you don't want to. Have you ever thought of doing videos? Maybe like Blue Jay or like Sam? I've got a vision in my mind for what I want my videos to look like. And I'm just trying to see how well I can execute it. Um, I've got a lot of the visuals figured out. There's just like a few elements that I'm trying to get put together as we speak. We'll see what happens. I, I would like to do something... I like the idea of doing like long form content that really gets into like nitty gritty detail. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be like what uh, any of them do because what they do is designed to be like really easy to consume, which is really good because it, 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 it speaks to everyone. You don't even have to like history. Uh, but I want to try something gets a little bit more in the weeds. And even if it's not, like, big like that, like, if history people, if, like, my segment of people could latch onto it, which 
there's a lot of creators who make stuff that gets really stuck in the details like that, and they do just fine. If I could be that one of those people who just puts a lot into something and people find it valuable, then there we go. I'm I'm fine with being middle of the road. True. Also, I don't know if it's if your I'm mic doing something that, that cool. I don't know if it's your mic that's farting or my mic, but one someone's mic is making my ear drums bleed. Oh, I'm not sure. I think it, it might have been something with my my uh, interface because it's fixed. I mean, I don't know. Okay. If there's a problem, I can like turn my game down or something. Nah, no, nah, it's good now. So I, I think we're both good on our end. But yeah, like there's channels like Casually Explain or this new channel Chains FR, which I think stands for Chains for Real. Again, I'm old. Um, but uh, they it's just stick figures for the most part and shitty like, especially Casually Explain, like it's clip art animation. But again. Just because the animation's bad doesn't mean you can't make a video where you still want to see the visuals of that video and the timing of the jokes are still like good. Like it, so it, you don't have to be this insanely expert editor to make a video that actually like has high audience retention. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, not familiar with the ones you just mentioned, but I I get the Ooh, idea. Ca- why, casually explain, like you'll. It's not about history. It's just, it's more about like everyday life situations and dealing with them. He does videos on, but they're like five, seven minutes long around five, eight minutes. And they're really good. They're fucking dude. Uh, good Brady. Oh, this, this looks kind of familiar. Uh, dude, I'm happy that you came on again, man. Oh, I appreciate it. Like it's, it's a good opportunity to, uh, explain my situation. Cause I've never actually done it. Maybe I'll just, this in my uh, uh what was it called the the post thing the uh the community tab people can listen to this because i uh i never really i think gave a sufficient explanation to my audience why i was gone yeah this is kind of cool yeah you could actually do that i mean it would also help me out just saying but uh but no <laughs> in all in, in all realness yeah this is like literally an hour long explanation to your audience on what's going on. And I'm sure there are people that in, in all seriousness, there are probably a, a good amount of people that have watched your content and also watched you and have come to like you as a person and want to know more about how you're doing and hope that you're doing well. So something like this could really help them get like a little bit more, you know, a little bit more knowledge of what's going on with you. Yeah. That. Yep, yep, yep. Hopefully. Do, 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 do. We'll see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks again for coming on, Brady. No problem. Thanks for having me.